0: Welcome to the RecTech Showdown with Louise Triance. Today, she is joined by Gareth of Recce, where they discuss voice-driven software that assists recruiters by taking care of the repetitive and time-consuming recruitment process by way of automation. Hello and welcome to
1: the Rec Tech Showdown. I'm Louise Triance from UK Recruiter. This is part of our series of shows where, on a regular basis, I will grill somebody um, in the recruitment space about their their company, their technology offering, what they do, why it's relevant to recruiters. So if you're watching live on Crowdcast, feel free to pop your questions in the sidebar. If you're watching on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter live, um, feel free to comment there, and I'll make sure that we cover any questions you've got. And if you're watching this on Catch Up, I'm going to share links for how you can contact my guest and find out more about his company. So, I'm going to talk far less than that for the rest of the show. Straight over to you, Gareth. Do you want to introduce yourself? Say who you're from.
0: Hi, thanks, Louise. Um, So first, thanks for having me. Um, My name's Gareth. um, I run a company called Recce. Um, For those those who want to know, we've had about 50 different variations of the spelling and uh, the pronunciation of the word Recce. So, um, it is pronounced Recce. Um, so we essentially are a bunch of software tech guys that built um, a candidate uh, automation engagement platform. Um, we wanted to focus purely on voice, but we realized that actually there's a, a multitude of channels out there um, that look at the engagement space. So um, sort of deep down, um, I'm, a, I'm a tech head. Um, we love software, we love tech. Um, and we were thrown into the recruitment space um, by a couple of clients well we built some software for them um and that was that was it really we kind of got hooked and we realized there was so much scope and there was so much that we could do in this space um so we thought let's tackle this with automation let's tackle this technology voice was a really big up and coming um uh, sort of innovation at the time so we uh, yeah so we pioneered it we pushed it and we decided to build this platform that's where we are today so that was about 18 months ago okay when we formed the company
1: so, and um, before I get into my questions, um, if you're if I'm watching this show, who should I be? Who's the the right person to use the recy offering?
0: So, so if you look at, actually look at our client base, we kind of we kind of touch on a lot of different companies. So, we've we've had interest from some extremely large global HR firms uh, and HR departments, whereas we've had everything from your SMEs or the recruitment agency world, so an in-house recruiter. So, if you predominantly look at our initial target, um, we anything from your sort of one or two man band bands all the way up to sort of your mid-level recruiters to maybe 100, 200 recruiters. Essentially, anyone that um, they're looking to improve um, the performance of their consultants or to look at business process optimization, cost saving, um, anything that's about adoption of new tech to see how it can improve their offering to their candidates, how improve the experience offering to their clients. But typically, we have a. a good sweet spot really of, of those sort of, type of recruiters um, if you look at i mean we'll go into i'm sure we'll go to the tech in a minute of what we what we do but if you were to look at um, types of industry, really it's any industry the only thing the only industry where we we find that there's probably a not a niche for us is if you're headhunting top level c-level execs for hedge fund managers or something um probably not the best fit for us but generally um everyone else is is fair game
1: okay so not not that senior level headhunting but anybody who's recruiting whether they be agency side or ta side um, exactly. and it's about the candidate engagement so it's improving that experience both i guess the candidate but also the success of that
0: exactly yeah so if you look at i mean we'll sort of, we'll jumping into it if you look at the standard recruitment process you, you think how many times does a recruiter pick up the phone and try and speak to a candidate how many times do you send out an email to a candidate? how many times to try and Send a message on WhatsApp. It's a very, very repetitive task. Yeah. And you're thinking, well, technology should be able to resolve this, and it can. So, what we tend to look at is the best way to, or we believe, the best way to improve a candidate experience, which then in turn improves candidate engagement with you, is by um, offering a, a multitude of channels, a multitude of different uh, information you can send to them. Um, and, and essentially you automate the process so that they can choose what they want to do. So we believe that the nature of what we do in the automation is give them back the choice, improve the experience and improve your engagement rate. Okay. Um, and, we, and, that in, sorry, and that in turn then improves the recruiters offering and timings and you know, productivity, et cetera
1: so for an agency recruiter it's it's also improving the i guess the the placement rate the results you're getting for clients it's a good usp for an in-house recruiter it's improving that process and the candidate experience
0: exactly yeah so what we find is because obviously we we can we we can screen I say screens so we can engage with candidates a lot quicker than you know the average consultant so and we say that as a, a generalisation, to so we appreciate that some people are very good, very quick at picking up the phone or speaking to candidates. But you know, we can go through uh, 10, 100, 1,000 uh, engagements in, in, in a matter of minutes, as opposed to sort of someone manually picking up one by one on the phone. So it's the sheer volume, pace of what we can get through the system quickly. But then that then obviously improves the time to hire for your for your clients. That improves the you know experience of a candidate saying, look, we can now find you and engage with you even from the point of re-engagement as well. So, you know, okay. the time to take to source, for example, candidates can, can take forever, you know, it could take days and days and days or even weeks. But if you've got a re-engagement piece whereby you're trying to get in touch with existing candidates, we can handle that for you and automate that process. So you've got a hot list of candidates you can push, push to your client.
1: Okay, I want to come back to that a little bit about where yeah. it's it the process in terms of that. Um, but can you just explain to me um, what it is that Becky does yeah and how it's different from other chatbots
0: although I don't think you call yourself a chatbot no we call it we call it a voice bot so uh, so i mean yeah john we'll start with that so voice bot and chatbot so if you typically look at the definitions of a chatbot it's typically an on, uh, an online based text conversation you know there's obviously other channels like whatsapp and text message, etc but it's a text based conversation mm-hmm. the reason we call us a voice bot is because we can have actual phone conversations um, through an automated system with our candidates. So we actually set up a uh, an actual phone uh, phone line, a phone connection, where we then distribute the voice conversation over the network and we have that real-time uh, conversational interaction with a candidate. So the reason why the voice is because voice is one of our primary channels to engage. So that's why we call it a different voice bot a chatbot. Mm-hmm. One of the aspects of that is because, so one of the, the selling points of that is, yes, we have, there's a lot of chatbots and engagement platforms out there, but we do, we look at, lots of different aspects to improve engagement rate. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to make a bold statement that we're the best in the world at pioneering this technology, but, you know, our stats and our case studies kind of speak for themselves from the point of view of we are seeing much higher engagement rates than some of our rivals. We're seeing much higher engagement rates um, and process um, and productivity um, processes then a lot of our, our, our clients as well that we could do manually. So yeah. the automation piece, the manual entry of data, the, the conversations, it all sort of flows into this big mix, as it were, which what we've done.
1: Okay, so it's not just about um, saving time, although I can see why that would be an enormous yeah. benefit. It's also m- more successful. So whereas, I guess, historically, we might have considered using chatbots or that type of voice bot technology yeah. as being uh, a, a payoff between saving time and success, you're yeah. saying stats show that it's more successful?
0: Yeah, so uh, we, we can look at two. So we look at engagement rates and completion rates. Okay. So our engagement rates, I think one of the best case that we had was a 98% engagement rate, whereby they actually, out of all the calendars that were put through the system for a particular job or a campaign, 98% of them went through, which is great, and they engaged back. Um, and out of that, we had a 42%, I think it was, completion rate, which basically means they all went through the process, they were fit for position, and off the back of that, we placed two candidates for the client. So, um, the, that, in that in that scenario, um, even the, the client was happy, and said, look, we you've done better than we could have done in half the time. So from our point of view, that was a success great case study. So, and that happens quite often in, in our respects, that we're getting higher and higher engagement rates and completion rates of our assessments, where it would take, some could just, a Lot longer to just even speak to the right candidate um, and see if they're applicable.
1: So, what exactly was that project? You said engagement rates was this a pre was it screening? Was it sourcing? What was that particular? Action? This one was actually it was a this was an
0: actual job application. So, it was a role. Um, uh, obviously, I won't go into the, the detail of the client and the role itself, but there was a role that was uh, a brand new role come up and they had applications. Um, what we didn't actually realize is we. We tried to. Or so we asked them, saying, "Is this a, a brand new job you're applying for?" And they said, "Yes, it is." But the actual candidates that came through were all re-engagement from their from their existing database, and we didn't know. So that was the alarming success that we had. Like, oh, that's brilliant! So you didn't actually need all these people applying for. Or you actually engaged with a previous candidate pool. So that was good. Um, and yeah, and we went through the process. We we spoke to them. We engaged them within. I think it was a day. Most of them came back. Then two days, most the rest of them came back. Um, and then, literally, once they were they were screened, they were assessed, and the client placed them a few days later. Um, so yeah.
1: So it sounds like not only was you could cover more people, it happened in a much shorter time frame than I think you would typically have. Is that right?
0: Yeah. So I think it's one. It's purely. If you look at that, it's purely volume based. You think about our platform. We're always online, you know. So you've got. Um, you know you could send out i don't know 100 different uh, assessments or contact engagements to to candidates now typically if you know someone could be in singapore someone could be 3 a.m after, after a nightclub you could the idea is you're giving that choice back to the candidate they can do it whenever they want to or whatever channel they want to you know we, we firmly believe in choice your human nature deserves choice therefore by offering that choice of when they do it how they do it and where they do it um will ultimately increase our engagement rate so you say they could be doing it 12 p.m. Um, uh, you know, on a lunch break. They could be doing it at 3 a.m. after a night out. They could be doing it at 6 p.m., you know, um, whenever they want to. The idea being is that you don't have to have someone there for the initial part to, to go through that, that process you can do whenever they want to. So and that is what allows us. So whereas uh, an average person might work eight hours a day, ten hours a day, we've got 24 hours to go through the process, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, so recruiters sometimes have to take work home in the evening to make those screening calls because that's when candidates want to speak. And yeah. then, although I don't think any of us want to hear the engagement at 3 a.m. after we've been to the night.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know it depends how much you want the job. <laughs> so, um,
1: yeah, less, less
0: voice calls that time in the morning, more uh, text based. Yes, Yeah.
1: All right, cool. Now, um, I've got any more questions for you, but Glenn's asked a great question in the sidebar, which is, can you explain the technology behind this on the video side? It's not like those automated, you've had a car accident calls.
0: <laughs> yeah, Sorry. so if you actually, no, uh, thankfully it's not, uh, and that you John, know, we get asked a lot. So if you look at, I mean, HMRC do it as well, but they're all preset recordings where they just ask a question and connect you to the right person. They're not really understanding what you're saying. So I could say anything back really, they wouldn't know what I'm saying. The difference with us is we convert everything from text to speech and speech to text. So we're having real time conversations. So everything that gets said, we actually take that, we convert it, we then read what, it, what has been said, we understand what's been said, and we push it back the appropriate response. So rather than just saying just straightforward recordings of questions being thrown at you and then everything gets recorded and we push it back, we try and understand what you're saying and we push back the appropriate response, so it is conversational based, as opposed to just record this, record this, record this, etc., and go from there.
1: Okay, so it does work for uh, presumably one of the things you're very clear about with the job seeker is that it is not a human you're speaking to.
0: Yeah, John, you know, that's that's one of our um, one of our, our big points. So ethically, we believe that uh, we have to, we should, and we have to tell everyone um, that we are an automated bot. But there's a lot of um, there's lots of systems out there and there's lots of, I mean, even Google is the biggest one where they did the, the demo live on stage where they ordered it. I think it was a Chinese takeaway or booked a hairdresser appointment. The hairdresser, they didn't know. Yeah, the hairdresser just one. So, but they didn't tell the other person that it's an automated system. And that for me is ethically wrong. So I think from a human standpoint, you should know who you're speaking to. So yes. we tell everyone it's an automated system.
1: And I think in the recruiting process, that's more important. I mean, I think, I think you should anyway, but I guess if you're booking a hairdressing appointment, possibly that's not quite as significant, but when you're starting a relationship with somebody, yeah. being honest about what the technology you're using is, obviously is quite significant. Yeah. Um, I guess an added value of this is all these calls are recorded. So you could go back to it.
0: Yeah, and that, yes, definitely. So we want because from our our, um, our proposition is to try and give every candidate a fair chance to get a, to get a job, to, to go through the process. So we believe that, you know, capturing all the bits of information that is relevant. So everything from a phone conversation to a text conversation to what channel time of day, we basically present all that information back to the recruiters and the clients. Because we think this is all valuable information that will help them get the role. So we do record everything. We, we do make sure that nothing's missed. Yeah. Just give them that a fair choice.
1: No, I love that. And I think that, um, I shouldn't be answering my own questions, but I guess that a, a USP for a recruitment agency using this is that they could potentially share that with the client yes people we screened and these are the answers to those questions you asked us to ask them
0: exactly yeah i mean one of the examples we got was we had um a recruitment agency came to us and they said they want to employ uh, business development managers so we thought oh, great so they were keen because they said well, can you record how they sound like on the phone because they want to understand if they were are they quite competent or quite you know can they articulate their words um well enough they you know it, it's what's their phone Analyzing, for example. Yeah. So we, because we record it all, they want to listen to it and see what it sounds like. So so yes, we record everything.
1: Uh, oh, right. Okay, so another question is, There's you're talking about channels of engagement, and there are lots of channels of engagement. So what do you think, in the recruiting space, what are the ones that are the most relevant at the moment?
0: So so I know we've pioneered voice, and we pushed voice for a long time, but um, I think actually as well, when we look at the, the, the industry trends and also um, sort of what the stats are that we're getting through our engagement, WhatsApp appears to be the highest still at the moment. So I think that's probably not new news to anyone. Um, but so WhatsApp's definitely the, the pioneer going farthest. Voice is actually coming up quite far. So typically on our trials, we get around 50% and go through, to, through WhatsApp. So it's just, it's very easy. Everyone's got WhatsApp on their phone um, and they can go through that channel. However, we're getting on some cameras as low as 20%, as high as 45% on voice saying that People are... Unse- oh, sorry. Can you just... i crazy. Yeah, I'm just doing dancing in the background. Um, yeah, so um, so WhatsApp was on the highest and voice is, is, is steady coming through quite rapidly. Um, text is on the decline, so we're seeing less and less people on text and online chat, to it's, it's a quite a good, steady, steady benchmark, really. But, you know, we offer WhatsApp and... Business WhatsApp, sorry, and um, phone calls because we see these two as the... Push um, and the ones that are really making the headway in the market.
1: Okay, cool. And so, why are the results that you're getting better than other systems out there? What is it that's the different thing you're doing?
0: Um, so, hmm, not to go into, I mean, do you want there's some great systems out there? You know, it's amazing that everything from video platforms to, you know, general automated, just general chatbots, etc. Um, from our point of view, we believe it's because of. Um, what we what we're trying to do is is create a better conversation with the candidate the different channels um we're being transparent as well we're not spamming people we're not you know how people saying. we're saying to the candidate look there's a role available or there's a, a re-engagement piece or that there's a we want to get more information from you we're giving them their choice back i'm saying like do it whenever you want to or sorry within the time frame that the yeah. recruiter set um we're giving them that choice of channel so they literally have any option you know we're, we're not you know people we got often we get often questions saying aren't you, are you just gonna you know spam call all my my candidates are you gonna hit them every hour so well technically that is possible but of course we're not we're, we're never gonna do that we're never gonna you know we actually had a good conversation with someone else the day it says can you just call these hundred thousand candidates every hour until they answer it's like technically yes but hell no we're never gonna do that you know it's ridiculous but it's um the next rise is we are saying that we, we go through a process, a funnel process to engage with a candidate. We do it from the least friction first all the way through to make sure we see if we can get engaged with the candidate. So it could be just, have you sent the right message to them? Are you distributing the right content to them? You know, it could be, have you engaged the right channel at the right time of day? So we've gone through this whole process, you know, and not to say that, you know, every platform in the has uh, AI and ML. Uh, in their in their platform, um, but we look at essentially the best time the best content, the best way to engage these candidates, and that sort of reciprocates back on our on our stats and why we get the high engagement rate. So, how we phrase the opening subject line of an email, how we phrase that first uh, message that's sent out to try and engage them on WhatsApp, for example, these additional aspects, and also when, what time, what channel, all these comes into play as to why we're getting it better engagement rates, really, um, as opposed to someone picking up the phone at 9am on a Monday, if that makes sense.
1: So is that information that you, you, clients who you're working with coming to you for that advice on a regular basis? Are they saying, this is the next campaign I'm doing? You know, I mean, you have that knowledge, but they don't and they're using your platform. How do you share that with them so that they're not spamming, so they're not insisting on sending out messages every hour?
0: So to to degree we help. So our uh, our our best proposition is that we can go into business, and we, we believe that we can fundamentally help them yeah. deliver a better service, and that is through business process uh, automation, through data distribution, etc. So we will always uh, offer guidance, and we will say, look, based off the loans that we found, mm-hmm. we believe that you can go through this process, this funnel, this um, you know this engagement uh, uh, process flow, as it were, to get a a better engagement rate. We will never disclose um, personal information from candidate and clients, et cetera. Um, but also you've got to think most of the recruit managers and clients that we speak to, they've already got the data. They just don't necessarily know how to read it and generate the insights from it. So we, as part of ourselves, say, look, let us have a look for you. We'll go into the depths of it. We'll pull out all this information. We'll say, well, this is what you find. You know, you've know, you got, for example, all the information on a Java developer. You've got all the contact information of when you spoke to them and how you spoke to them. Just simple information like, there you go, that's a good example of when this person could be spoken to because you've already done it before. So it's pulling out the information from what we've learned, combining it with the information that you've learned, and then producing this report, essentially this process report saying, there you go, that's how you do it. And Mm -hmm. it's quite straightforward. But
1: but it does sound vague it does sound rather consultative, so you're you're not just letting them go wild on this, this is about you supporting them with the information they already have and helping them to unpick that with the expertise that you have.
0: Yeah, exactly. So ultimately, we, we believe that if we want to make it successful for you, the client, right, so if anything we can do to help make it successful, then we'll do it because essentially, the, to put crudely, the more you succeed with the platform, the more you'll use the platform and the better we'll all do, if that makes sense. So, if it means let's look at your process, if it means look at your data and help fix it, then we'll, we'll go to and do it. So although we are not consultants, we are not you know, um, agency on hire as it were, we will do everything we can to ensure that we're set up to succeed. So therefore you succeed as a client.
1: Um, I've got another question for you. but There's a comment in the sidebar from Alan Walker saying, having had the chance to see Vecchi for myself and meet the team, I love what they are doing. It's already been very effective Um, with with Vecchi's very smart tech team behind the scenes, it will get even better. That's nice. Thanks, Alan. I appreciate
0: that. (laughs) That's
1: great. um, Very smart man. Um, Very smart man. Tim is, and, and you slightly touched on this a second ago, do you use AI machine learning?
0: So yes, so um, yeah. So we we I don't like to use the term AI. I'll be honest; it's kind of a saturated, and everyone says they've got it, but they have or not. Everyone uses it. So specifically, we use two types: uh, uh, machine learning and NLP. So also the NLP is part of our understanding of our chatbots. So we know what they're saying. So I call it a chatbot. Then voicebot. So you know what they're I saying.
1: What that stands for now Natural language. Please. Natural language, yeah.
0: Yeah, natural language. So we we basically, whenever uh, someone talks to us, we understand what they're saying so we can reply with an appropriate response. Um Essentially, that's what it is. Um, with machine learning as well, that's where all our data comes in play. So what's the best time to speak to a person? What's the best channel? What's the content we should deliver? All the information, we get this huge amount of uh, data that comes out of it. Um, and we want to apply that back into the process to improve that experience, improve that engagement. So that's how we, we, we basically, everything is powered by our data, really, um, okay. and how the platform works.
1: All right, cool. Um, so we're 22 minutes, eight minutes left. We've got a few more questions for you. If anyone else has got one for the sidebar, then do pop it in there for me. So you to start, you're a technologist and you're yeah. focused. So what's next?
0: So we, um, <laughs> I think uh, when we started the, the proposition, you know, it all started with this, uh, with this crazy concept about what we're going to do. I'm going to take over with a voice. Biometrics, blockchain—you know—went went crazy, and had, you know, subliminal messaging through, I don't know, space rockets or something. Um, my my mindset was very much that that we're going to develop the, the 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 best tech in the world. Um, we then realized that although we are not short of ideas and we're just not sure of developing these concepts, we need to basically bring it back and say, like, how can we bring this it, this technology to help recruiters? So we've got the tech sorted. We know we can build even more tech. You know. With different platforms and yeah, there is a there is a, a place for blockchain and biometrics and everything that comes with that, which is another crazy topic. Um, but we fundamentally believe that we want to help recruiters now. We we there's so much we can do, and we're sort of showing results for the recruiter. Saying, like, just by changing this one little aspect of your system, you're gonna change your process, you're gonna optimize your profits, you know. and um, so we want to sort of get more now into the, the weeds of the process of the recruiter to find out how the technology can fit and best fit into, into what they've currently got as a tech stack, for example, you know, we've got recruits that are very, very manual, we've got recruits that have every technology under the sun, yeah. but the utilization in both cases, it, it really, it really defines how the recruiter, and uh, who they are as a recruiter. So we want to get in the mix of like, let us find about what integrations you've currently got, where, where it offers the benefit, or this is where you should definitely focus your asset because you've got a problem here. And we want to make the recruiter successful by adopting the right technology. And that's how we do it. So we'll always continue to develop the R&D. We'll always con- continue to develop the uh, the, the cool, all singing AI aspects of the business. Um, but fundamentally, the adoption and the processes and the prof- profits on the business, that's what we want to focus to help improve for a recruiter.
1: You, you just mentioned something about integration, which was actually a question someone had asked me, which was around, um, are you getting clients wanting you to integrate this with their ATS or their CRM? Yeah. And can that work?
0: Yes, ultimately. So we, us every every meeting we go to, they 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 say, "What what system have you got? And what CRM have you got? And does it integrate into this?" So, uh, so yes, we are consistent. Uh, sorry, consistently, constantly building uh, integrations. We could spend the next twelve months just building integration after integration. So we um, we yeah. We, so we ultimately, we build into lots of different platforms. We link to lots of platforms to try and improve the seamless automation of uh, the process of the However, like I said, we could spend 12 months trying to do integrations, and then you know, a month later it'd be outdated. So we very much go on a case by case where if it is, you know if there's a good class of, like, I've got this system, great, we're not integrated, But do you know what? Because we want to make it work for you, we'll integrate into it for you. And we, can, we have the flexibility to do that. And uh, as a bunch of developers, we can just plug into it and go, as it were. So we, yeah, so we, we are working through the remit of all the different platforms out there, working through the software and the APIs, um, and then, yeah, we're, we're producing the results at the end of it, hopefully, which will uh, improve for, for both parties.
1: So someone could come to you now and they you could already be integrated with the ATS or CRM they Yes. Do, or it is certainly possible. And um, a question around that actually just a continuation from Alan, which is how often is the data of your potential clients a bit of a mess? And I'm guessing quite a lot because we are yeah. people, utterly rubbish at re-engaging It's searching our own databases before we go externally. So I'm guessing that is an issue.
0: Huge. I mean, we've got to think as well that that everyone, I mean, I think you realize that everyone collects so much information, valuable information. Um, So you you could have a, a role and 50 people applied, one person got the job. You've then got 49 different people with potentially another perfect candidate for another role. But more often than not, they just get chucked into a CRM system and forgotten about. So what we're trying to do is not only look at the data quality, but actually how you best to engage with those candidates again to see if we can replace them. So I will be honest, we've got we've got candidates with sorry, uh, clients with database of only 10,000, 20,000 up to into the millions. And you kind of look at the data like you've really got just fundamental formatting issues of phone numbers and emails and validation to You've got huge data sets are 10 years old. Why are you still holding this information if you're not ever going to engage with them? So it's, yeah, we get, we see all of it to be fair. We see the full full swing uh, of of data quality. Um, But what we try to look at is that, you know, there are fundamental aspects of just pulling out skill sets from a CV and doing it accurately and referencing a good skill set. So that helps you search and find candidate hot lists. So that simple process could generate you another 30 candidates. Yep. Now of 30 candidates re-engage them you last spoke to them six months ago well re-engage them again see if you can replace them for a new role or see if you can you know see if they're happy in their current job and see if they're, if they're looking for a move so it's all these little nuggets that can re-engage previous candidates just by improving their data set and by looking at the data and what they've got um, and more often than not that's actually what we find most of our time doing
1: and that's the sort of thing you would do if you had all the time in the world as a recruiter you would be re-engaging with those people all the time. And you're yeah. just not, not, not to go off on a tangent, but I can see that it's not just about um, getting a job spec or a requisition from your HR and from your line manager and filling it. There's also these amazing candidates who were second in place for a role who could be spec'd out. And I'm seeing that that's an opportunity to use the technology as well. A kind yeah. of reverse way of dealing with it.
0: Exactly. And that's the, the, the so that case that I mentioned earlier. That's exactly what happened. We screened 116 candidates in two hours for them, which was great. But the, the one they placed uh, where went forward was fantastic. They actually found another candidate when they spoke to them. Well, actually, you're a good fit as well. Let's see if we can place you in another role that the client's got. So it was just that looking at the data of everyone and giving them a fair chance to say we can push the information forward. But also, as well, just to sort of mention, you know, you think about if, you've, if you're on a time pressure from a client, you've got 100 CVs or 100 candidates to apply for a role. Once you've gone through 10, you might think, I found a good 10, I'm just sure going to push these 10. Another 90 are like, oh, see you later, maybe next time. You know, but you're missing a huge amount of information. You could have an unbelievable candidate, not for necessarily this role, but for another role. So if you automate that process, look, just put them through, see what happens, see what comes out of it, and you might find another golden nugget which should make another success for you on or another. Um, you know, contracts of what you can place them for, but there's definitely so much there that you can capture and gather and really sort of power your business forward. Um,
1: and that's something you wouldn't have the time for normally, and it's a fee you wouldn't have normally got, and it's
0: yeah. just
1: completely given to you by using the technology. I mean, that yeah. alone could pay, I guess, for utilizing your technology for the entire year, one placement you were not yeah. yet.
0: Yeah, and then we, we, it's one of those we often talk about our, our fees and, our, and how we sort of commercialize the business. And everyone says, Are you sure about that? I'm not sure. I can, I can fact that into our margins. Our margins are quite small. But actually, we realize that the scale in which you can go through a bunch of candidates or go place a job, success fees at the end of it, and for a fraction of the cost, really, like you're right, it empowers the whole business. Thinking one placement will power us for a full year within your business. Yeah. And you think, Well, you're now just going to make pure profits moving forward because you've got the technology adopted. That makes sense. And you know, we um we we say, let just try us, you know. We, we offer complete 100% free trials, just stick it on the platform and go. Um, because we believe it's one of those we, we we put our money in our mouth and say we've spent a lot of time and effort and money building this platform. We want people to use it. So try it. Just give it a go. It may work, it might you know, it might not work. But at the same time at least you've tried it and we'll do everything we can to make it successful for you. Um, but it's completely free. So why not?
1: I, and exactly. And actual fact, I don't see many people doing free trials now because it's such a lot of work from your end, especially in a process like this where you are helping them to get that right the first time. Yeah, and I think that probably is a real testament to how many times someone having done a free trial is like, that's it. I mean, I couldn't live without it now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because What we find is actually um... By offering the free trial, not only do we get, um, you know, we get another, or we get another contact with a fantastic company that wants to adopt technology, but also we learn as well to help improve their business and their process. So we learn as much as you do. So from our point, the more adoption, the more use, and the more trials that we do, the actually better the platform gets for for you, the client, as well. So that's why i say saying that we don't mind taking the risk. We'll take the hit. We, it's for us, it's worth it because if we make your life better. Mm-hmm. And we can prove to you and we'll give you the same that If you were to do this as a live trial, it would cost X, but you've now generated Y from it. Then you can see for yourself without cost, without risk, and, and and see if you want to adopt it. So and that's why, to be fair, we've had um, a pretty good success rate on the free trials, because we went to the live client. And they well, do you know what? It was that easy. It was that simple to get through the process. Why not? You know? What's the oh, harm? I'm
1: that and i can see how utilizing a project a a product like yours would improve their process so i mean obviously it's improving the process and the bit in which they engage with you but just full stop caring more about candidate engagement the investigation of your own database the process the experience of the candidate i suspect that's another positive knock-on for them
0: yeah, and actually a couple of a couple of candidates gave feedback. So originally we didn't we didn't expect to get any candidate feedback, so we went through the client, and they called the client and said we loved going through their automated processes because our typical our typical engagement will last twenty three seconds. So whereas you could spend five minutes on a phone, ten minutes on a phone, or, or, or the process, they said I did it in twenty three seconds and I managed to get a job. You know, and it was as, as short as that for for the average. Um, but wow. for them, the experience improved, and then obviously there's feedback loops, and now we can offer in an assessment loop, and sort of. so. The idea being is that you know it's just the easier it is for us as technology to help build a relationship between the candidate, the recruiter, and the client, mm-hmm. then that makes our system better, and makes it, it makes it you know the, the process better, as it were. So, you no, know, I think it's brilliant, absolutely
1: brilliant product, um, and I. Am- I'm really very honest, and I'm very, very honest about it. I think it's fabulous. So uh, we're at the end of our thirty minutes. Um, Gareth, I'm going to share the link to your website again here. So, what is the next step for somebody who wants to find out more about you? What should they do? Uh,
0: the best thing: get in touch. So you're already in contact through the website. Find us on LinkedIn. Um, you know, it, we, we've got lots of different ways to get in touch with us. But simply just give us your email and your name, and we'll get you booked in for a trial. We'll do a full demo. Uh, we'll come see you. I'll, I'll be honest. It's, one of the hardest things, actually, one of the hardest challenges we found is trying to do an automated phone call demo over a phone, if that makes sense, over <laughs> an online chat. So you know, we, we get, we're getting over that quite well, but, you know, so we'll always try and set up as many demos as we can, and we'll come see you with a full demo, we'll set you up in the full process, and then we'll go from there. But just, just get in touch, uh, and that's an excellent for us
1: okay brilliant so what i'm going to do is i'm going to um anybody watching this on any of the live platforms this will go on to my blog with all the questions i've asked so that you can uh, pick out the bits you wanted more information of um, and fast forward or rewind through the show Um i'll put Gareth's email address on there and the website address um and i, I really can't imagine apart from like you say an executive search recruiter i can't imagine any recruiter who wouldn't want to have a conversation with you just to investigate how it could work in their business?
0: Yeah. And so I say, just try it. So, why not? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah no, I really appreciate that. That's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah,
1: no, amazing business. Thank you so much, Gareth. Um, I'm back next week with a different show, with an entirely different technology, talking about something completely different. Um, so, um, join us here for next next RecTech showdown. But in the meantime, i have really love speaking with Gareth. Um, I look forward to meeting you again, Gareth. Thank you very much. Thanks, Louise. I'll see soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. If you would like to hear more from UK Recruiter and Recruiter Zone, go to the blog section on our website, ukrecruiter.co.uk.